Why are zombies good at oral sex? I don't know. Because they'll eat anything you put in front of them. Oh! <laughs> I'm a zombie. I've been bitten. You're listening to the Survival Podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. You fucked up, Lou. is Zombies Ate My Podcast. Broadcasting to you alive from the Zamp headquarters here in wonderful New Hampshire. I almost said that wrong. And the weather is damp and moist, and so are the zombies. You've used that one before. Have I? Deja vu. Is it really still? Deja vu? The, uh-huh. the weather is dry and stale, and so are the zombies. There we go. Joining me as always this week, my roundtable of survivors, underground in a secure location to the north. I can't talk today. He fucked up. You fucked up, Lou. Lou Page, how are you? Not too bad. And how did I know you were going to pull that clip? As soon as I (laughs) heard that, I was like, oh, I know where where Bob's clip's coming from. (laughs) Yeah, it's... uh... I don't remember that the, bit. It was the first thing I grabbed, actually. <laughs> it's, the, it's, it's in the, the very first scene of the movie. Yeah, it's great. And um, hmm. uh, another clip of a, another survivor here with us. This is uh, this is my example of him. I thought she had you. Oh, I thought so, too. Where I thought I was dead. And I nailed her ass, didn't I? <laughs> sure not dead. I nailed her ass proper. <laughs> was she your mama? <laughs> oh, it's Mr. Ryan Murphy. <laughs> Wait, am I the campers or I'm the guy who says who was it? Your mama? Because I'm both. Oh, well, I don't know how to feel about that. Well, if those clips are any indication of what's to come, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm almost depressed to say it. But we'll get into that in the topic of the week. Uh, gentlemen, how are you? Any zombie killing going on since we've been away for a couple weeks? Oh, I have a story. Oh, uh, oh boy! If if you guys remember, we started a little podcast called "Zombies Ate My Podcast" almost a year ago. Uh, I think I believe we recorded the first episode around this time because I remember talking about going to a country music festival. Do you guys remember that? Oh I yeah! Do. All right, so that was like the second episode, I think. Yeah, isn't it weird that it, that that is sort of because I've gone to it again? Um, it's sort of a yearly tradition, and for Ashley's birthday and. Uh, We've come full circle, so now we're almost we're coming up on our yearly sort of anniversary of the zombie show, and uh, I just thought to say that uh, yeah, you're still fucked at a country music festival because especially a Canadian one because the only people who have the guns are the American performers, um, so and, and huh. they, they all get, get on the helicopters anyways, and they're out of there in a lickety split. So. Um, yeah, you know, it's uh it's still pretty dangerous, but I made it out of their life. There was no zombies, thankfully. Um just a lot of drunk hicks. A lot of drunk hicks. It, this was in Canada? Yes, it was in Canada. Uh you guys have hicks up there? Oh yes, yeah, they do. we do. <laughs> Well, that's yep. good to know. I yeah, I could blend in. If you wanna, if if you wanna hear my experiences, non-zombie experiences, there, I talk a bit about it on Sleeping with the Elephant with Paul, and uh, let's just say someone pulled out a wiener, and no one was happy. I was doing it in the break room at work. Oh, that was a perfect time for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I forgot you still had that clip. 
I did too. I also have. You could create fire extinguisher nunchucks. That's... Isn't that just great? Oh, uh, nostalgia. But uh, but enough about the past year. Let's get into uh, this year and the zombie news. Has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions and then is spreading rapidly. Doing math. Anyone like it? Not really. Nope. I know. But we have to do it. Huh? Math. uh, Mathematicians like doing math. Do you know any mathematicians? Ashley's a mathematician. She's also a squirrel. (laughs) (laughs) Today she is, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Lou, do you want to talk about surviving a zombie apocalypse using math? Well, apparently, to help students learn math better, a professor in Ontario has been, using, has been using math to teach his students how to calculate the zombie apocalypse. This is amazing. I, I, I wish teachers used these sort of ideas when I was in school, because I would be a professional mathlete. <laughs> mathlete. Well, it, it's kind of funny though, like when you think about it, because we, we've read we've read and talked about the stories before, where it's like, oh, it's Boy Scouts, but it's zombie surviving Boy Scouts and stuff like that. But this is kind of cool using it in the classroom in a in a safe and practical way, don't mm-hmm. you think? Well, I think the best part about this article is near the end, just like we've discussed on this show many times where zombie in education can be used for good, um, near the end they talk about how the breakthroughs with this zombie formula have been used to actually calculate real viruses and how they affect uh, the world. And I think that's that's probably the coolest thing about this article. Um but it is, it is, it, you know, we're we're overlooking something really important here, and that the teacher's name is Robert J. Smith. It's actually got a question mark in there. Did you guys see that? I just noticed. <laughs> I it. did. So it's kind of cool, though. Like, uh, not to get on your question mark tangent, but um, I was trying to. You good? <laughs> well, why does he have a question mark at the end of his name? I don't know. It just says it's weird. I thought this art. It was a part a, a mistake in the article, and they said that. No, um, it's real. It, who spells his name with a question mark at the end. So they actually came up with a formula mm-hmm. that describes the rate of zombie transmission from one Walking Dead individual to many. Mm-hmm. So you could literally use math to try and save yourself from a zombie apocalypse. Well, the one thing they say is that based on this formula, it it shows that the apocalypse would happen. It's basically impossible to protect ourselves against a zombie apocalypse unless... We use v- only coordinated attacks against the zombies. So if you look at a lot of the examples in zombie movies, uh, Walking Dead, coordinated attacks have sort of they, – they can't happen anymore. The government's you know destroyed and it's just small bands of people trying to survive. That What they call that in this article is that that's just delaying the inevitable. Um, I haven't seen World War Z, but my – Based on the trailers, it looks like that is more of representation of this uh, equation in that only coordinated attacks can protect humanity against zombie the zombie apocalypse. Because it look based on the trailers that you, now you saw that movie, didn't you, Bob? Yep. Yeah. Now, now it it would seem more organized, right? And they were sort of doing concentrated, sort of coordinated attacks. It would seem that way. Okay, that's what I thought, but. Uh, yeah, this is really interesting. This is probably the smartest thing I've seen related to zombies in the last year that we've been doing this show. This is really cool. Well, well the 
Go ahead, Lou. I was going to say, zombies might actually save the world. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, you were, you were saying, like I was saying before, there was real world, uh, real world applications that they use this for. Um, I can't remember what they were talking about, but like it was a specific disease that they'd use the breakthrough for. Something about, anyways, it's a really cool article, and I recommend uh, zombie and non-zombie fans alike to check this out. If someone's a non-zombie fan, do you think they're listening to this show? No. It depends. They could just really like us and have... <laughs> yeah, you're right. Okay, we'll post it to our personal if Twitter If someone feeds. is a zombie fan, do you think they'd go see Shaun of the Dead, the interactive screenplay? No, they probably just know Shaun of the Dead off by heart. Okay, so um, <laughs> Edgar Wright, <laughs> the guy that wrote Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz... Um, also wrote The World's End, a movie that's being released into theaters in the U.S., uh, what, late, late this August? Uh, yes. I think. So, obviously, Shaun of the Dead, a big famous uh, zombie movie uh, starring Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Um, this this part of the Cornetto, the, they call it the Cornetto Trilogy. Where does so that is, come from? I've seen that around, and I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is exactly either. I don't know if it's like three, I don't know. It's obviously a three of something. Well, yeah, but what is a cornetto? Is it, it's probably English or something. I think it's a reference to Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, and Edgar Wright. It's got to be. Because this is the third movie they, they're They've doing They've all together. done together. And, um, but obviously, Shaun of the Dead is the one we're focusing on being a zombie show. But um, it looks like you could see all three films on the big screen. Uh, this is in the U.S., too. I thought this was just going to be over in the U.K. Hmm. Huh. Have you guys seen Shaun of the Dead? Oh, yes. I have seen Shaun of the Dead. I saw Shaun of the Dead before it even made it to America. Really? Yeah, I pirated a UK version. Hey, don't say that. The NSA is listening. (laughs) It hadn't been released in the United States, and it hadn't even been licensed. It's a a fantastic zombie movie, which is great. And I've also seen Hot Fuzz, and I'm really excited about The World's End. I don't know. I think... Can you imagine getting a group of people like us together and going to watch um, all three movies at once? Kind of oh, like a, an old school screening? I, I think if... if okay. That sounds like a day well spent. You, you oh, bring yeah. up a really good point. Like if we, if the three of us were ever in the same vicinity, and this is sort of related to our topic as well, like what oh, zombie movies would we watch? Like Shaun of the Dead is a given. Like if we were to... We're, we're all together, we're doing a special Zamp thingamajig. What movies are we watching? Shaun of the Dead's on the list. Survival maybe, maybe of the Dead. Survival, no, Dawn of the <laughs> Dead. <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, like Dawn of the Dead, the remake. Yeah, I we would gotta say throw some uh, classics 20, in there too. 28 Days Later. That yeah. would be a good one to watch. Oh, that's a good one. And we'd be, we'd be watching these, these movies to prepare, right? Well, yeah, because if Obviously. the only way we're going to meet up is, is if the apocalypse is happening. At that point, we just need to prepare. Well, let's say this: you pick. You can only pick one movie to bring uh, with you. What movie do you pick to bring on our our zombie date trio? Okay, you made it weird. Cor- Cornetto. It. You made it really trilogy weird by calling it a zombie date. Um, Reanimator. Reanimator. I've never, I've never seen that movie. I would um, bring the original Dawn of the Dead because it's a classic. Oh man! <clears throat> now you're gonna it. have to make me pick Shaun of the Dead. That's not fair. I don't so, know. So predictable. Zombieland's good too. I, I I'm a modern zombie fan. I know I'm the worst, but it's just the way I roll. Well, if you guys are interested, you can definitely check out AMC or Lowe's theaters. It looks like um, all across the U.S. that um, certain theaters are going to be showing all three films. 
And if you're into that sort of thing, you can go and do it. But just don't call it a date because you might weird someone out. Well, I mean, I'm secure with my sexuality, so. <laughs> Speaking Aren't of which. We all? Uh, <laughs> oh, man, the show's going <laughs> off the rails. Uh, Ryan, do you want to talk about an owner of a zombie shop? Kind of. Um, Joel Wiener. <laughs> Come on, guys, really? It's not Anthony Wiener, it's Joel Wiener. Um, Who's doing it in the break room at work? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. You going to let me talk about the story? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So, um, I only got as far as Joel Wiener, but he owns some sort of shop, and I guess he wants to cash in on the zombie, uh, the zombie fad, or he thinks that the popularity. Lou, you you put this article in here. Like, um, what is this all about? There's a guy in what's his name? <laughs> Don't Joel say it. Wiener. Oh dear. And he's basically trying to cash in on all the zombies, the trend, and all that fun stuff, and. He's got a huge shop, which he's now advertising as a zombie shop, that go inside to avoid the zombie apocalypse. Huh. So this guy's just cashing in on the popularity of zombies? Yeah. Okay. Where is this shop? All I saw was leaving the store, Wiener felt better. <laughs> well, it sounds like he's talking about near the end. He's talking about guns and stuff, and how his how his shop doesn't have guns. Is that what I'm gathering? Is this yeah, the... I don't think he, I don't think he has a license to sell guns. Oh, okay, I think we should le- read these articles a little more further in uh, depth before to, we put them in the show notes. To my defense, uh, I was I read the first two, and then this one <laughs> was the last one before we started, and uh, I was helping someone with some tech issues, but. Um, hey. Hey, this is this is interesting. Uh, obviously, this I, there's no zombie shops around where I live, um, but I mean, leave it to Las Vegas to have some sort of uh, specialty shop. I mean, I would expect to find a shop like this in like, uh, like uh, Niagara Falls, like sort of like. If you're a listener of the morning stream, I'm pretty sure this is the same stop shop that Scott Johnson stopped in last year in Las Vegas up that was full of zombies. Yeah, that's right. Um, I was just about to say, I was trying to remember if it was Scott or not uh, going to the shop, and he seemed to really enjoy it. And, uh, you know, I'm all for a themed shop. Um, and Las Vegas is hey, the perfect place if, for it. If Maine can have a moose-themed shop on every corner, I think we're justified in having a zombie shop somewhere. Well, you guys are into meese, right? <laughs> Is it Meese? I don't even know. <laughs> it's Moose. Is. Okay. I don't know. I think it's just Moose. I thought it was Mooses. Is it Mooses? The Mooses? It's Deer. I know that. Oh, dear. All right. <laughs> well, now that the show's gone completely crazy, let's get into this week's Topic of the Week. Zombie Topic of the Week. Is that the right bumper for that? No, that's right. All right, cool. I thought you might have sent me the wrong one because you were helping someone with tech issues. Big it's, meanie. It's, that's, uh, that is Rick every week just coming back. <laughs> well, if you guys haven't guessed by now, this week's top of the week was a little bit of a movie. You sent us to that hellhole. You got DJ killed, and now he's got to get killed again. You fucked up, Lou. You can't make it right. But you can do the right thing. 
2009's Survival of the Dead, written and directed by none other than George A. Romero himself. Mm-hmm. Oh. My. God. So, I just want to state up front that anybody that watched this film to follow along with us, this is all my fault. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it, 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 we were talking about doing a film, and I thought that this would be a fun one to watch. So it's all my fault. No, no, no. It's so a, blame it, me. It'll be a fun one to discuss. Like, I mean, it would be really stupid if we did. Like, you fucked up, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> That's very fitting. Um, I was just going to say that, like, if we did a good zombie flick, do you think we'd have a good conversation? I think it would just be a lot of, like, patting on the back and say, that was a really good there's, zombie movie. Everybody there's zombies. good zombie flicks. There's bad zombie flicks. Then there's this zombie flick. <laughs> it's kind I of mean... I am. I love George A. Romero. Don't get me wrong. Whether he's in Toronto or Chicago, um, yeah, I don't. I throwback. Don't, get it? Yeah, it was yes. a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah, it took me a while. This movie was just plain awful. <laughs> Seriously, I, though, I don't think I've ever liked a George A. Romero movie. I. It just. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Like I said, I'm a modern zombie person, and this like. I don't want to tear into it too bad because I know a lot of people who listen probably like everything that George A. Romero. How can you say that with this movie? Like, I don't know what he was going for. If he was going for some sort of like throwback to his original style zombie movies or whatnot, there was no was, style. It was boring. It was awful. It was terrible acting. I don't. I didn't even get the story. I got to be honest with you. I'm still not sure what happened. Well, it seemed like a. It seemed. I thought it was a comedy because it all made sense. Like even the island after the apocalypse made sense, but the island before the apocalypse, I, I thought they were on Ireland for a long time, and they just split the island. <laughs> yeah, I in wonder half. why. Like we, we, yeah, Ryan and I had this discussion on Twitter earlier, yeah. earlier today, I think, about whether or not they, th- this was actually an Irish movie or not. Because <laughs> I thought it was. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Just listen to this and tell me you don't know if these people are Irish or not. Well, that's another one we don't have to worry about. Amen! I'd like it if just saying amen could put an end to all of this. I'd like it too, Captain. I would. Are you all with me then? Aye, yep. aye, Captain. Damn right. I'm asking. Are all of you with me? You're being too strict, just as you've always been. Being strict is a father's burden. More like a daughter's burden, if you ask me. So you have no idea where this movie's taking place as of right now. Well, okay, the opening credits say an island, but do they say where the island is? They say off the coast of Delaware. So they do I say that. I thought that was until later in the movie. No, they say that it's off the coast of Delaware. So like what are says, the Irish doing in Delaware? Is there an island off the coast of Delaware? There, there are islands all along off the coast of the east coast of america so when they said off the coast of delaware i was like okay that makes sense well, and then okay. when they all started talking with the irish accents i was like huh so did they just stuff all the irish immigrants on an island and none of them developed an american well, accent yeah well that's the thing like you get a bunch of irish you have two irish clans like like listen i mean i have another clip of these irish guys this is the two clans right here i said there's been enough killer you have us outnumbered, the way the Muldoons have outnumbered the O'Flynns from the beginning. <laughs> now listen to me, Seamus. Plum's always been a safe place where a man can live a prideful life. We can keep it that way. But only if we do what we have to do. Killing our own kind. Like they didn't belong to us. Putting the dead to sleep. Before they put all of us to sleep. 
Okay, first of all, that's some terrible dialogue. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. The two family names, the Muldoons and the O'Flins. Yeah. They're both that those are Irish names, which is fine. I have an Irish name and I don't speak with an Irish accent. My last name's Murphy. Now, yep. I will tell you this. I have seen Ireland, and I'm not kidding. I haven't been, but my my father and older brother went, and I've seen pictures they uh, sworn they were taken in Ireland. And it looked exactly like that island in the sense that there's the little houses and the wooden fences and the, the, the sheep and, you know, they ride horses sometimes and they talk with Irish accents. That is Ireland. And so for the longest time, I must have missed the off the coast of Delaware until the very, it was sort of halfway through and they say, oh, let's take the I-95 to off the coast of Delaware. And I was just like, wait, that's a, so are they on Ireland or are they just on like some sort of island? It's just... That's just part of the problem with this movie is that it's like, be more serious when you make a zombie film. You can't, if you're going to be funny, then you be funny. Or if you're going to be serious, you be serious. And this movie was trying to do both, it felt like. Or it was just trying to be serious and this guy doesn't know how to write anymore. Well, here's my thing. Here's here's my whole problem with it. Like, <clears throat> well, I could spend hours talking this, but... You're watching this movie, right? And the opening scene is this, um, you know, people in the reserves. Looks like the army reserves. Okay. Yep. And, and you're watching it, right? And all of a sudden you're in Ireland. Or you think you are anyway. Yeah. And you're like, what happened to the other guys? What, who, who who am I watching? That's okay, right. It jumps around. This is, this is the O'Flynn and the, the Muldoons. The Muldoons. And they're fighting each other. And, oh, nope, back to the reserves and the Hicks. Wait, where did the Hicks come from? Okay, <laughs> nope. Back to the Irish. Okay, nope. I'm, I think I uh, let me take let, let me get out my notepad. Okay, so the Irish hate each other, and the reserves are driving an armored truck because they just killed the Hicks for no apparent reason whatsoever, and now we all end up on an island together. Yeah. Do I get Do I get it? Like right there? Is that the movie? That's the movie. What happened? <laughs> well, okay, so can I can I? Break down the film. Piece yeah, by piece. actually, we probably you could try. Try it. Okay. So the this. gist is, there's an island off the coast of Delaware. As you've we've now established mm-hmm. Plum Island. Plum Island. Yep. I like live the, by well, Plum Island. Like the fruit. Plum Island has the had the zombie outbreak happen there. Two families disagree over how they should be handling the zombies. One family thinks they need to keep them alive. So that there can be a cure found and everybody can be made safe. That'd and the other the thing, yes. Yeah, <laughs> and then the O'Flins think that they just need to shoot everybody in the head. Right. So, which it works as a zombie movie. Like that premise right there works as a zombie movie. That's fine. Just do that. Yeah, I know. That's all right. you need to do. So, so continue, Lou. I just wanted to get my that point in there. So the gist is, they kick the O'Flins off the island, and okay. O'Flynn ends up in Delaware. Mm-hmm. Now we cut to our military survivors, a band of guys that are trying to stay alive in the post-apocalyptic wor- zombie world. Oh, but there's and one chick who, after a month in the apocalypse, needed to get down and dirty with herself in front of everybody. <laughs> like, does Absolutely. that make sense to anybody? I do that at work all the time. <laughs> yeah, and that's only a couple hours after being away from home, right? I know, it's ridiculous. But here's, here's, the, here's some funny stuff here. I think you just have um, a problem, Bob. I'm doing it right now. Um, oh. So, yeah, military, army, reserve. I don't think I've ever heard this, this being used before. Bring around, Rosie. Coming in four sides. Once we're there, make some noise. Move out. 
You ever heard of that tactic before? Ring around the no. rosy? Ring around the rosy. Pocket full of posies. Maybe they're Canadian forces. Ashes. Ashes. <laughs> I will admit, the only thing that I liked about this movie is I liked the lead military guy. Uh, yeah, he no. had his moments. He, he, no. he had a few... Actually, he had more moments where he was good and a couple moments where he was just... You mean... Got off. Hold on. Do you mean this guy right here who showcased the best angry acting I've ever seen when they're inside I mean, of an armored truck and they're just having a conversation and this guy bursts out, bursts out with this? And got us very far, has it? Look, I don't want to sign up with anybody, Kenny! I'm fucking finished! We're signing up, man! Was that necessary? No, especially when that's like your first line of defense against the undead. It's, they were just talking. Yeah. <laughs> they were just having a conversation, and this guy gets up and starts yelling at everyone. He seemed... It, 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 that was the one of a few points where it just seemed like he was very childish. Like, he almost went back to, like, he was three years old again, and he's just like, no, I don't want to do that, and he just throws a tantrum. <laughs> Same thing happened when that bald guy died, and speaking of which, what the hell happened to him? The uh, bullet what? went clear through him and into the bald guy. Oh. Apparently. Uh, like, so they're not wearing Kevlar? I thought they would have been wearing Kevlar at this point. They're, they're reserves. I don't know what that means. Uh, I don't know either. I mean, don't so, reserves get Kevlar or they would have found Kevlar at some point? See, this well, is my problem. They're in the Army Reserves. They should have equipment. They have machine guns but not Kevlar? Come on. How about this? They, they sneak up on a group of rednecks camping out in the middle of nowhere. They kill them all. Yeah, and then some kid comes out of the woods and he's like, "Hey, no, I'm not one of them." Oh, what are you stealing their stuff for? Oh, because it's mine. I'm not going to tell you anything about myself, but I'm kind of weird. Like, where did you come from? He was with the that group. Yeah. No. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. He was with the Hicks. Yeah. Yeah. He was at the campsite, but he was the only one that didn't fight back. Oh, okay. I I must have missed that part when I was pulling clips, wanting to kill myself. Um. <laughs> Because I was yes, just confused. I, I, I'm like, where did this kid come from? Uh, well, I mean... Well, so, apparently, they, they like like we were saying, so they stumble upon the Hicks, kill the Hicks, rescue the kid, and magically the kid's laptop and cell phone work, and he shows them a video of O'Flynn trying to convince people to buy boats from him so they can go to this island off the coast of Delaware. Whoa. There's our plot of the movie. Well, that's the thing, is that uh, infrastructure seemed to be in place, at least, like, basic... Well, okay, Army Internet was still available, which is what the, you know, he was talking about having a signal, but then this guy's iPhone, so it sounded like the cell towers were still operational. I mean, this is only a month after the apocalypse, so, I mean, we could make arguments that that could still be functioning, but I would think if cell towers are still working, you would see more activity, and it seems kind of like a barren wasteland. Yeah, and then they were talking about, what was it? Uh, they were talking about YouTube success. The, the Diary yeah. of the Dead film. Yeah. They, those people put their stuff up on YouTube. I and it that's was, what it was. And yep. I was like, really? I, I, where, what's going on in this movie? Can, can I just say something? This I was going to save this for the end, but I'm going to say it right now because we've sort of hit that point already. Um this is why people don't like zombies. This is why people hate zombies. Like, you, honestly, like I, there are people that I talk to every day that freaking hate zombies. And I, I, watching this, I was like, you know what? 
kind of I get it. I get it. You know, <laughs> and um, I I love zombies, but I love good zombie content. And this was direct to DVD. I mean, I'm sure George A. Romero hasn't had a theatrical release in a long time for good reason. Um, I'm sure he has tons of fun making these flicks. Tons of fun. I would too. I don't blame him for going back to the well. But as long as he doesn't think this is any good, then I'm totally cool with him making these movies. You know, it's a telling thing. When you go to a Romero movie and you click like on IMDb and you click the uh, trivia, Mm -hmm. usually you get like 10 pages of trivia on his movies. This one has like two paragraphs. And it's like the cast is Canadian. It was filmed in Canada. Really? And that that that's it. That doesn't surprise me. Well, <clears throat> so hold on. Let's get back to this movie for a second here, and the the actual what happened in it. So here's here's a here's a weird thing. The the reserves are in the truck and they drive towards the island. They want to go to the island because um I believe I have it here somewhere. Can't get at us. Like where? Like an island. Are we gonna find an island? Let me see. Maybe in the ocean. Okay. Yep. More awesome dialogue between characters. Um, <clears throat> so they go to this place where Mister O'Flynn is waiting for them, and some guy was fishing for zombies, and obviously that turned out bad for him too, which was kind of ridiculous. But anyway, they drive there, and maybe I missed something again because they drive in, and then they tell him there's no way out because there's zombies coming and there's landmines there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did the, how did they get there? The landmines? No, it's, they're not landmines. It's TNT. The road is rigged with dynamite. Oh, so I thought he said to... landmines. No, oh. it's TNT. So if they back out, um, they would have just blown them, blown them up. Okay, that makes more sense. Because I was like, they drove over. Okay, so big gunfight erupts, and um, they get onto this ferry, right, to get to the island. Yeah. Okay, so mm-hmm. I'm following it right so far. Yeah. So <clears throat> they get on the island and start fighting. Mm-hmm. And then there's some zombies doing what they do. Chopping some wood. Riding a horse. Does, does, um, does Romero have a sort of fetish with trying to make the dead seem alive? Like, is that yes. a thing he likes it's to do? It's a theme in every film. Why yeah. can't they... See, this... <sighs> so anyway... <clears throat> That's so dumb. <clears throat> This, this you can't fight. be brainless and not brainless at the same time. <clears throat> Why, you are. Um, I shouldn't argue with the father of zombies, but man, he's more like the grandfather of zombies and his brain's starting to go. So oh, we, have, we have twin sisters on this island, which confused the hell out of me at first, okay? Because mm-hmm. I saw yeah, the they same... They do person. a really poor job of explaining that. It was supposed yeah. to be a huge twist. <laughs> and then you're like... Well, that's dumb. <laughs> I forgot about that. That was well, so was, dumb. I'm watching. I'm like, wasn't that? I have a twin sister. <laughs> what? <clears throat> so hey, here's the best part. The twin sister goes up to the other zombie twin sister, and she says she wants me. She's she wants she wants me. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> and then she then because the the Muldoon is trying to get the zombies to eat the horses, right? Which. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a much better alternative. That's why we should keep them alive, to kill all the horses, apparently. <laughs> well, um, they, they, they feel like the only way to keep them around, like the, what the Muldoons are trying to do, is the only way to keep the zombies alive 
without having to kill them out of self-defense is to have them eat other things while they search for a cure. Um, Don't justify this, Ryan. No, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm playing the other side here. And I mean, they're trying to get them to eat pigs. They're trying to eat, get them to eat horses. And yeah, so dumb. So the reserves are there. The O'Flins <laughs> are there. The Muldoons are there. And um, <clears throat> the twin sisters are there. And um, one of the Muldoon guys decides, hey, this guy's got more guns. I'm going to go on his fight, his side. Oh, you shot me in the leg. I'm going to open up the doors and let all the zombies out. Mm-hmm. So that's when it really hits the fans, right? There was a lot of stuff hitting fans at that point. Yeah. So then everyone's fighting. And then the O'Flynn and the Muldoon guy are like, oh, we both have one bullet left. Let's, let's make a truce. Oh, you shot me in the back. Oh, I have a secret gun. Well, if I had a secret gun all the time, don't you think I would have used it? Well, he 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 wanted to obey his daughter in the sense that I she wanted to see him. And then he peace. shot the wrong one at the very end. Didn't he shoot the wrong sister? No, no, no. He shot the right sister, but he, like <laughs> she was bit, so he shot her in the head. I Just remember that. She was though. trying to explain to them that oh my god, she... the zombie ate the horse. Who it cares works. if the zombie ate the horse? <laughs> the zombies are still going to eat people. That's what I don't get. Well, see, this is the issue, is that he was trying to say too many things at once. Like, he was trying to say, like, are they really dead? Are they just infected? I mean, we we found a cure. I mean, we cure, we get people better from the flu. Why can't we get people better from this virus? What's the difference? I mean, you know, there's just so many questions. I mean, when you look at the flu when it first arrived in humanity, do you think they found a cure immediately? Well, uh, it I took time. People were eating each other off. Well, of it. I'm just saying, it's bad. It's a, you know what I mean. And like he, no, I don't. The whole point was that he was dead set on killing every single thing. He was the the Rick of the group in the sense that when someone's bitten, you put them down. End of discussion. You know, which you, is yeah. And like, can we just say like the the whole like. Some people are gonna be attached to their loved ones in the apocalypse. I get it. I would be too. And they're going to try to keep them alive. Uh, And I just have to say, just like every single other zombie trope, The Walking Dead just does it better. And season two, as much as a lot of people hated the season two of Walking Dead, they did this concept more justice. Um, In the sense that Herschel was holding zombies in the barn. Right. And it's funny because you say that and I'm like, I get it. I really do. You you want someone to... You know, you, you don't want to throw away loved ones and both well, throw them away. I guess you don't want to kill loved ones and you know make them dead forever. I get it, mm-hmm. but this it's movie a, just did such a bad job. Well, it, like, it was awful. It's like this guy. I mean, to his justice, he did it. Well, actually, that's not true. When oh, the, don't even get me started on the reserve guy. At one point, after he was shot, he was like, you know, get me my first aid kit. Oh. I'm going. I'm going to pass out. <laughs> Who says I'm going to pass out before they pass out? Well, sometimes you can I see have. it coming. You say I you're going to pass out? I have, actually. You need I'm to like, warn people, because if you're going to fall down, you want someone to catch you. Well, you know what? You fucked up, Lou. That's what. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm, uh, can I just say to people, like, if you're, ever, if you're thinking of watching Survival of the Dead, just watch season two of The Walking Dead. Because you get the cool. same sort of message... Um, it's just better acting and so, better writing. Yeah, and we just broke directing. the movie down for you, kind of. You know, uh, four hundred different movie plots going at once, and um, none so, of them working well together. So I will admit right up front, 
I am a huge Romero fan. I've seen, I think, every movie he's ever done now. And uh-huh. this is by far his worst work. It's also his last. Should be yeah. pretty telling. Yeah. And I don't know where he was going with this. Because there are things in this film that are common themes with his movies. Like, at some point, he he wants to establish that it's it's beyond culture it's beyond race the disease affects everybody mm-hmm. we're all the same that was kind of the theme of the original night of the living dead well yeah i mean th- and then dawn of the dead it was about it was a metaphor for consumerism mm-hmm. because where do the zombies go when the zombies are all are, are walking around they go to the places and the vague memories they remember of what their past so they're wandering around the mall mm-hmm. in Day of the Dead, the, 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 the theme is us trying to coexist with the zombies and that maybe we don't have to kill them. Maybe we can find a use for them. But that people and culture don't understand that concept and they treat everybody as the enemy. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's forget Land of the Dead because I'm well, still not sure. I was going to say, like, I see where you're going with this timeline thing. And like you have Night of the Living Dead, which is the classic, right? Yeah. This is where it all came to life. Then he does a couple other movies. He did like The Crazies. Um, then he went into Dawn of the Dead, which is considered one of the best zombie movies ever made. The original one, right? Is that the mall <clears throat> one? Yeah, the original mall one from 78. He, then he did Creep Show and stuff like that. Then he does Day of the Dead. And you're kind of like, okay, I get it. It's not bad. It's pretty good. You know, I'm not hating it, right? So mm-hmm. you see this thing start to slowly tilt her. And then he does a couple other movies. And then all of a sudden, it's the land of the dead. And you're like, well, George, buddy. Maybe you I should stop. I don't think you're... Wait, what do you mean? Diary of the what? Guy... Okay, I'll watch it. Yeah, George, you're the class. You're the, you're the godfather of zombies. I'll, okay. Well, this land of the dead was really his <clears throat> last sort of high-profile zombie movie. I don't even like Land of the Dead that much. Well, I think Land, I think, of, the, like Land of the Dead was his last sort of um, theatrical release. I think it was released in theaters. I remember yeah, it being it was, a big I deal. I watched it in theaters, and I remember sitting there in the theater going, he wrote every zombie rule there is, right, in movies. He wrote the rules, and then in one movie, he broke them all. <laughs> Here, here's the thing, is that um, I, I, as a zombie fan, I'm appreciative of George A. Romero for giving, like, kickstarting the zombie you know and the mythos and getting it going all right i understand that and lou mentioned his first three films um i know of most of them i've seen a few of them and they're good for when they were made they're good but now the reason zombies have come back is because the content is there it's not because of george romero it's because of the walking dead it's because of the walking dead and you know it's just there's this (laughs) great content right now uh, maybe even world war z i would definitely count the book as great content i haven't seen the movie i mean it world war z it was just announced that it's uh, brad pitt's number one movie at the box office that's got to say something i mean chicks love brad pitt the fact that a zombie movie so do I. has tr- <laughs> has trumped every brad pitt movie to ever come out that's crazy so like i just feel like I, and i don't know george a. romero's opinion on not his zombie movies because it seems like he has 
I don't know anything about the guy. I'd kind of like to he's watch a, some interviews with he's, him. But he's a pretty open, and he pretty much loves everything. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, you know what? He looks like a really friendly person. And yeah, you you want to know? Yeah. You, you want to understand George Romero? He Just looks watch- like Stan Lee. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Just watch an interview with Stan Lee. It's pretty much the same thing. Well, now I feel so, kind of bad. <laughs> here's, here's my thing, though. Okay. So we watched the slowly, slowly kilter off, and you're kind of like, I don't like, you're, you're, you're not liking George A. Romero movies. What do you guys think? What happens if he tries to write one more zombie movie? Well, yeah. he needs to stop yeah. doing, um, he needs to stop doing what he's been doing, and maybe go back to his earlier films rather than trying to pick a message and then build a zombie movie around it? Well, he had... I've been following his career and all of his movies and things that didn't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. And at one point, after Land of the Dead, his next movie was going to be something about something diamonds or something like that. And the gist was, it was a rock band that was zombies and people had somehow manipulated these, uh, the, this rock band that died long ago uh-huh. as zombies. And they were on stage as zombies dancing and singing. And the f- film never went anywhere. It never got cast. And the script was botched. Uh-huh. And I was like, I would love to see this movie. It you know, people, <laughs> people talk about the Dawn of the Dead remake being one of the greatest zombie remakes ever. Which I, I would tend to agree. It's a really great remake of a classic. Um, but with a modern twist on it. I don't know if you guys have seen us, but have you seen The Crazies? I have seen The Crazies. The Crazies Both of is them? amazing. The new one and the, the original? Yes, I haven't so, seen them. George A. Romero wrote a movie called The Crazies, and uh, it came out, what was it, like 73 or something? Um, something like that. It's early some, 70s. Yeah, and they remade it in 2010, and uh, that was also another really, really good remake. I it's thought, better anyway. than his original. Yeah, I think. It was really great, and that's just kind of an off-tangent, I hate survival of the dead talk. <clears throat> well, okay, like, I kind of feel bad now because, uh... You looked at his face? He's, no, you know, well, he, he looks like a very kind guy. It would be interesting to have a conversation with him. I mean, looks we like are... he would say, don't make friend of my movies, Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> well, survival of the dead was really bad, but I can... Please stop. I just, I feel like we're giving him a pass because he's made good movies. Well, you can No, he has. He's <clears throat> made good movies. But this That's is, like saying like this is crap. I liked not, Rush Hour and maybe Rush Hour Two, so maybe you know, Brett Ratner gets a pass on Rush Hour Three and X Men Three. I don't fucking think so. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Well, like okay, and I was just gonna say that I'm just looking at George Romero's Wikipedia page. It sounds like he's retired from film. Um but uh he got Canadian citizenship in two thousand nine, which is kinda cool. So probably that. when he shot this freaking movie. Yeah, I think it was, actually. <laughs> yeah, actually, right. Because it premiered at the Toronto International Film Festival. And that, you, know, you know what? That's why he went downhill. He went to Canada. Yeah, we have been known He became to... a citizen, and he said, Whoa! I don't know that's what We're not ghosts. He said it. So, to, to get back on the story of Survival of the Dead, uh, I just thought this was also a very cheap way to end a movie. We decided to take the money and run. Still, I wondered... What if we could teach the dead to eat something that wasn't us? What if Muldoon was right? I guess we'll never know. Zombies eating horses. Zombies eating people. That's what's going to happen. Who cares if they eat a horse? They're still going to eat people. Well, The Walking Dead has shown us that 
you know, that uh, zombies will eat anything. They'll eat deers. I keep going back to it, but, I mean, people should know by now after 35 episodes that my opinion, being a new genre zombie fan, like, I was not brought up on the old school stuff. I I knew about it, but I never really got into it until The Walking Dead. And that's really where I go the where I go to the well for this stuff is the Walking Dead. I just really like that universe. So maybe maybe I had to grow up on George Romero flicks to really enjoy his work. Um, but you know what? I'll, I'll give it this. This movie had some good points. Um, it's just he probably maybe he needs to stop writing. I didn't really have any issues with the. No, a director needs to tell the actors how to act. It was bad acting. It was yeah. a bad plot. It was terrible, terrible. I, I could even say plots because they just they didn't tie in together very well. Um, no, they did not at all. It was it was just an awful movie. And if I had to rate it out of a scale of one to ten, it would be a one. <laughs> I get at least a three or four for me. Yeah, I wouldn't give it a one. Maybe yeah, like a. I did. I didn't enjoy. It. Maybe it was because I was pulling clips and having to watch the same scenes over and over again. <laughs> that that was your problem. That was your um, problem. But yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, see, like a lot of people who defend George <clears throat> Romero talk about his messages as opposed to like the story, like the acting and the dialogue. See, I think that's why, like, I really enjoy The Walking Dead because I'm I'm more in it for. The content, not necessarily like at the end thinking more about consumerism or war or, you know, if I want to do that, I'll read the BBC. You know, I don't, you know, I don't need that in my zombie flicks. I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm spinning well, my wheels I here. Mean, but. <clears throat> we could probably ramble on for a while about it, but oh, I thought yeah. this was a really fun idea for us to sit down and watch a movie and then talk about it. And if you guys are listening at home and you kind of did the same thing or you want us to do it again sometime in the future, just let us know. Well, we'll take, we'll take requests. Like if anyone can, you know, I thought it was a lot of fun. I mean, it's something to, you know, spice up the show a little bit, something completely different. And, uh, it gets us kind of debating on George Romero. Yeah. I feel bad. He looks like a cool guy. Next time, next time, if we're going to do this, I'd like to get a suggestion from the fans. If you've got a movie you want us to watch, let Make sure it's know. not utter crap. And don't worry because it could not be worse than the one Lou picked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make sure it's 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 I do it, apologize. I did pick this knowing it was total crap, but I was thought it would be at least fun to talk about. Yeah, it does. You fucked up, Lou. I can't say you fucked up, Lou. You fucked up, Lou. Yeah, that's gonna probably gonna stay in the soundboard for a while. But I just I don't think it needs to be like the best zombie movie ever made. I mean, we already talk about The Walking Dead. Uh, when the show comes back, I mean, you know, decent doesn't need maybe one of the classic George A. Romero flicks. If you really want us to watch a good George A. Romero, suggest well, we will watch any sort of zombie movie you guys want, and um, you know, just let us know and send us an email or send us a tweet, whatever you want to do, and just let us know um, if you thought uh, if you watched a great zombie movie you think we should talk about, or even a zombie TV show or something like that. I know uh, someone talked to me about Dead Set once. <clears throat> I don't know if you guys have seen that. What is that? It's a British show that had one season to it, or I guess they call it a series over there. A series. Lou had talked about that, I think. <clears throat> yep. I, I've only seen bits and pieces. I've never seen a whole episode. I just watched the whole first series not too long ago on Amazon. But anyway. What about that uh, BBC... Sorry, you mentioned BBC and zombies. What about that new zombie series where they like rehabilitate zombies? Did that ever come out? Yes. It, the whole series has aired. Is it good? Good? <laughs> it, got, it got middling reviews. Mm-hmm. People either really liked it or they didn't like it. It was very... We should check that out. 
We should. Well, uh, well. speaking of checking things out, Ryan, do you want to tell people where to find us when we're yes. not doing this podcast? You should check us out. Uh, ZombiesAteMyPodcast.com. You'll find all our episodes there and links to our various social networks uh, like Twitter, at ZombiesPodcast, Facebook at Facebook.com slash ZombiesAteMyPodcast, uh, Google Plus very soon. Uh, search for Zombies Ate My Podcast if you want to get a head start. YouTube very soon. Well, we'll tell you more later. If you want to send us an email, let us know what kind of zombie movie we should watch. Info at ZombiesAteMyPodcast.com. In terms of your lovely, lovely survivors, you can find myself at R. Murphy, Lou at Busy Zombie Lord, and Bob at Bobbert F. Finally, rounding things out, we have Joel Duggan, who provided our wonderful artwork, both on the website and on iTunes. You can find more about him at JoelDuggan.com. JoelDuggan.com, you say? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you for that, Mr. Murphy. And for Mr. Page, I have one thing to ask you. Are you ready? I am ready. Mm-hmm. Hold on. I have to pull it back up. <laughs> you fucked up, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to do that. Hold on. I got to pull it back up here. Fire Go extinguisher Go. I could probably play clips for the... Okay. <clears throat> Lou Page. Why do zombies make good DJs? Um, I have no idea. Because they'll eat anything you put in front of them. Because <laughs> <laughs> they produce a lot of sound bites. Oh. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> do I still do I still sound good? No, you sound do fine. I, yeah, you sound, sound fine. Do I sound sexy? Well, you sound normal. What was that? That was my yeah, monster. I was just gonna say, did someone just drop a deuce? <laughs> I was gonna say, are you taking a leak? It sounded no, like kerplunk to me. <laughs> no, no wonder why you guys can't hear me. I'm in the bathroom. Oh, it's great acoustics for a bathroom. <clears throat> I know, not bad, right? Not bad.